Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast. This week here in the United States, we celebrate a very special holiday called Thanksgiving. It's always on a Thursday. Family and friends gather. It is typically celebrated with a very large meal gathered with family and friends, and it's a special day that reminds us of many years ago when the pilgrims here in the United States on the East Coast sat down with the Indians, the American Indians and Native American Indians and celebrated a very special harvest meal. It is in this celebration that we take time to thank God for our many blessings of the past year. And I read a story this week that I thought was quite interesting about people who are thankful and maybe not too thankful There was a man who was in line at a butcher shop, and in front of him was a dog. He saw this very large dog with a purse wrapped around his neck walk up to the cash register. Uh, The butcher looked at the dog, and he said, Hey there, do, do you want some liver? And the dog didn't say anything, didn't bark. He said, Do you want chicken? He didn't say anything. Do you want steak? And the dog barked. And then the butcher said, Do you want one pound? The dog didn't bark. Two pounds, three pounds, the dog barked. The man got the meat together. He put it in the purse. He took the money out of the purse that he needed to pay for the meat. And the dog turned around and started going down the street. Well, the man in line, he just was fascinated with this. He says, I got to go see where that dog is going. He followed the dog down the sidewalk, down the street to an apartment building, up several floors. He saw that the dog stood at the door and he barked and barked. And finally, a man opened the door. The man seemed kind of gruff. And so the man went up to him and he said, hey, what's, is this your dog? This is amazing. I saw him go to the butcher shop. He ordered the meat. He, he paid for it out of the money in his purse. And now he's back here. And he said, yes, I'm so upset with him. This is the third time this month he's forgotten his key. One man saw this incident as a, something he was very astonished and thankful for. The other man, not so much. Have you ever met anyone who, whatever like circumstances might be, they're not very grateful or thankful? I always try to pause in my life, and I know I'm not perfect, but I always try to pause and look around my day and my world. And even if things aren't feeling too good, I can look around and find many things that I'm thankful for. Let's talk about thankfulness today. And I'd like to talk about three things about thankfulness. And It doesn't matter if you're here in the United States getting ready to celebrate Thanksgiving or if you live somewhere else in our world. Gratitude is a wonderful part of the Christian life that really elevates our mood. You know, God invites us into his presence. He wants us to be with him and to be worshiping him and to spend time with him. And often in our prayer lives, we always are asking God for something, but it's so important to be thankful to and, and to name those things that we're grateful for. There's a verse in scripture that says, Christ stands at the door and he knocks. And he's often waiting for our time and for our presence and for our worship. He is inviting us to come to him. In our prayer lives, do we express gratitude enough for the many things that we have? Or are we always asking God for something for our wants and our needs? God invites us to come to him with thankful hearts. 
The second point today is the motivation of Thanksgiving. What does Thanksgiving Day mean to you? Is it a day that you look back on and think, wow, we've had so many wonderful times with family and with friends sitting around a table and, and good, good family memories, memories, I hope so. You know, the first recorded Thanksgiving was recorded in 1621 when the Plymouth colonists in Massachusetts and the Native Americans shared an autumn harvest meal. I read a story this week about a Native American, and I'd never read this before. His name was Squanto. And in 1605, this Native American named Squanto in Massachusetts, he met his very first white man, uh, a settler um, from England. And he later traveled with him to England. This, This settler wanted to introduce some of the folks back in England to a Native American. So he convinced him to go with him. And he went with this explorer named John Wymouth. He went and he visited England. He traveled that long trip and came back. He returned to America several years later in 1608. Later, a terrible thing happened in Squanto's life. He was kidnapped by Thomas Hunt and he was sold into slavery back in Europe in Spain. He ended up there for many years. Finally, a Spanish monk purchased him and he knew of his desire to come back to his his home country. So after 10 years of being in Spain, he came back to, uh, to the United States to, to, to be in his, his village again. But, you know, a sad thing happened after 10 years uh, when his ship returned to America and he came back as a free man. Um, he arrived home and he learned by, by, by this terrible blow that, that was delivered by the English that his tribe had suffered a terrible epidemic probably caused by smallpox and brought on by the earlier colonists. And he and his, uh, he and another Native American, Samoset, went to live with a neighboring tribe near Plymouth, Massachusetts. And it was there that he was introduced to new Plymouth settlers. You know, he really could have been a very bitter person for those 10 years in slavery. But there, Squanto became a picture of forgiveness. He had been captured by the English and he had been sold into slavery. His entire tribe had been wiped out by the English, but instead of being bitter, he chose to help the 47 of the 102 pilgrims who had barely survived their first harsh winter. He helped them to build warm houses. He taught them when to plant their corn crop and how it should be planted. And without his help, They never would have been able to harvest that 20 acres of corn they produced that year. Squanto also advised the pilgrims in their relation to other Native Americans, and he helped them make friends, acting as an interpreter, and he guided them on trading expeditions, giving them great advice on bargaining. The pilgrims wouldn't have made it through that year without his wisdom and guidance. You know, there would have been no first Thanksgiving without Squanto, who made a choice to forgive out of the forgiveness that he had received in Christ. That thanksgiving flowed out of the thankfulness of one man's heart. Through trials and very difficult situations that he had been uh, been prepared to, and he had prepared himself to be a blessing in the midst of all that. And what a wonderful image for us today to be reminded that even in times of difficulty and adversity, to be thankful to turn the other cheek. 
We've talked about two attributes of Thanksgiving, and the final one, the third one, is the celebration of Thanksgiving. How do we respond to God's love and faithfulness in our lives? We usually sit down on Thanksgiving, and we gather as family and friends. We enjoy this wonderful, special day together. And usually someone, the older, maybe an elder in the family or someone who feels called to do this will invite everyone to bow their heads. And sometimes for a family, this is the only time during a year they pray together. But it's a time to pause and for everyone to count their blessings, to look around the room and see a bounty of food, to see family and friends, and to pause with thanksgiving in their heart. My prayer for you is this year, that you would take the time to count your blessings, to look at the goodness of God, and that we would take time, especially at this time of the year, to thank God for all of our blessings. As we close our podcast today, I'd like to share a psalm with you. It's Psalm 100, a psalm for giving grateful praise. It reads like this, Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he that hath made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. My prayer for you is that you will pause and thank God for the many blessings that you've experienced in the past 12 months. Thank you, happy Thanksgiving, and God bless you. See the fields ripen white as snow Up from the seeds of faith we planted long ago So many the hearts and season With every prayer they've grown He has made them ready But we must bring them home Lord of the harvest Place your fire in me Servants you need now Servant I will be Give your eyes and the spirits your heart of compassion to know, Lord of the harvest, show me where to go. Time like a free wind so quickly slips away. Too soon today's tomorrow, too soon a yesterday. So little time for reaping. And laborers are few Lift your heads to the fields of white The work that we must do Lord of the harvest Place your fire in me Servant you need now Servant I will be Give your eyes of the spirits Your heart of compassion to know
I'll go. 